Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hi, this is Stephanie Hi, Megan. Megan. You're listening to Broke Girl Therapy. Because therapy is too expensive. You're listening to Broke Girl Therapy. Broke Girl Therapy. Hello. I'm the host. You're the host. Do you think I'm a good host? You're a great host. You're not just saying that because, like, we fuck, right? No, I mean, I told you that all the way from the the first time. I I started as a fan. Yeah, but, like, how can I be better? How can you be better? I would probably say, I mean, you know, the same, probably the same feedback that you always give, like, try not to cut people off as much. Yeah. But um, I don't know. I like, you know, I think there's all of that all of it makes you you, and it's what makes you great. So I, there isn't too much that I would say, like, to change and switch up because it's, you know, it's it's a part of your greatness. It's a part of your superpower. Yeah. And you're going you're gonna to grow and evolve and get better. So, you know, that's just that's just going to come with time and experience. But for right now, no, I think you're, you know, I think you're doing great. Thank you. I think what I need to do better is definitely stop interrupting people, especially when I'm, like, so excited. I feel like I'm trying. I feel like I've been doing a little bit better. I don't know if anyone's noticed. I think so. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I, I actively like try to like do it. Sometimes I mean, sometimes it's just inevitable. It just fucking happens, and I'm just whatever. It's the flow of the conversation, also. Yeah, like- it's the flow. But I really do try my best to just like if someone is talking and they're really like preaching something, like I just ha- let them have their moment. Yeah, and then I just you know chime in afterwards. Or, and also, I think I need to get better at, like, answering questions. Like, I think, I don't know, for me, it's just, like, I feel like I should dive in more or, like, mm. p- prepare a little bit more. I think sometimes I'm just, like. When you, like, what do you mean by, like, in, like, email questions or what? No, I mean, just, like, if I'm interviewing someone. Like, if oh, someone's see, new I see, on I the see. show, I yeah. think that, like, I need to get better at and asking the right questions. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, that are like juicier, that are different, that aren't generic. Like I feel like I ask pretty generic questions. And I think like I mean ultimately I try to like if someone's new on the show, I try to keep it as like I mean, obviously I want to get good, you know, details of what they do or whatever, but I feel like ultimately like I always always try to plan to have people back. Yeah. So you don't want to give too much. In the, I don't want to give too yeah. much. Like I want them to like, it's more of like an introduction of who they are. And right. if I invite them back on, like that's when I really want to like dive in deeper. Yeah. You know? For sure. So anyways. Makes sense. Just start. I felt that Prosecco a little bit. Same. But we, uh, we haven't eaten, so. Oh, we have not eaten. Well, I had Panda at like noon. Yeah. And it's what? 
It's 8.30. 830. <laughs> That's very true. Okay. Well, hi, guys. It's me, Stephanie Megan, your host of Broco Therapy, and I have your favorite man. Oh, not even. People love you. HK. That's true, but, like, you know, but you know what I mean. <laughs> like, Well, I'll take it. I'll take the compliment. Yeah, yeah, just Thank take you. it. Like, my the favorite, the fan favorite boyfriend. Yeah, I'll I mean, the only it. boyfriend, really, but, like. I'll take it. Yeah, Brian Grace is here, guys. Damn, the full, the full government, huh? Sorry, Brian. Brian Grace, it's here. Brian, hello, everyone. John. Oh, not John. No, John's your dad. Yeah, yeah, John is my dad. <laughs> Definitely. But I like I was telling you the other Brian day, Christopher Grace. Like I was telling you the other day, I do have a lot of John's mannerisms. So, yeah, I mean, I've should the day hell freeze over and there happens to be a time where we're all in the same room, you'll see. Well, you are a product of John. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, just yeah. how I'm a product of Victoria. So there's just like certain things. I mean, yeah. That it's are inevitable. inevitable that we're going to like me and my mom walk the same. Like we both <laughs> kind of like, I don't know if anyone's ever seen me walk. <laughs> I've, n- I've never noticed it because I remember you said that. But I, when we were around your mom, I never like paid I, attention to it. So I, I kind of wobble like my my feet are like spread up like they're they're like penguins. You know what it reminds me of? <laughs> I've never told you this. Oh, no. It reminds me like, you know, they're like the scuba divers when they have the yeah, flippers yes, on their feet. Yes. Yeah. I walk like, like a fucking scuba Yeah. Diver. It's kind of like that. We have the flippers. Oh, it's not shit. as exaggerated. It's much more subtle than, yeah. than like that. But obviously, but, but it, see, it gives me that vibe. I like wearing heels because I don't, I'm not much, I'm not as much of a scuba diver walker. Gotcha. Like when I'm in heels, like it's not as bad. But when I'm in, when I'm in, <laughs> Some flats and slides, yeah. best believe. <laughs> no, yeah, I had no, I, I, yeah, I didn't pay attention to your mom, but I need to. She walks time. like that too. I'm like, that's where I get it. Yeah, it's just it's you inevitable. Know. We'll see, but you never know. You might be my dad. Actually, your brother talking to your brother made me like really think like I should reach out to my dad. What did you and my brother talk? Okay, my brother visited from Texas Shout a few out weeks to Red. ago. Shout out to Rhett. He's definitely. See, not he might listening. be. He might be the favorite guy on. He's been on here a couple times too. I don't think people like him that. I mean, do you guys like my brother? I don't know. I I've never so. hear any feedback. Well, I know like your close friends really appreciate those episodes. Yeah. Too. Monique always says she loves the episodes with Rhett because it's yeah. like she gets, you, you really get like the deep dive of like who we are. Yeah. And I think, you know, like it makes everyone else reflect on like how they grew up and like their relationships with their siblings and their family members. Like I think people could relate to that, but you know, for sure. He's and I think it's like nice to show like, you know what I mean? I think because sometimes with that people, we think like, oh, man, my family's so fucked up. You know what I mean? But yeah. you kind of hear it like you say, like you guys talk about it, not to say that it's a good thing to normalize, but kind of norm. I guess maybe normalize talking about it and expressing it and yeah. understanding how it affects your life now as an adult. But yeah, I think I think it's great to have those kind of conversations and talk about that stuff. Yeah. But anyways, so this week's episode is just audio only because I'm currently, by the time this is out, I'm currently in LA doing my next batch recording and I try to give myself less work around this time um, so I don't stress myself out. So I don't want to video edit at this moment. I just want to do the audio editing, put it out and not have to worry about social media while I'm like recording 10 episodes you know so like when I'm in LA I just want to just focus on like production um so and I also think that like it, it's kind of like a nice like check-in when I do these because the last few episodes you've heard so far this year have literally just been a recording from like one week 
Yeah. You know, so it's like time kind of passes by. And so this is kind of a nice little check in of just like, oh, this is like how in, in life's re- been in doing. Real time, yeah. Uh, hell yeah. Wow. <laughs> hell, you guys should see the smile. No, it's <laughs> audio only, but if y'all could see the smile on her face right now. <laughs> You're very, good pr- burn, you're very felt, proud of that. It yeah. felt so good. It was such a release. You're, hell yeah. <laughs> hell yeah. Um, and so that so that that's why it's audio only. And also, you guys, I have, I just launched my Patreon. If y'all didn't notice. I have two tiers. One is called Therapy is Too Expensive. And another one is like Friends with Benefits. The front, the $5 tier is one where you get just like a bonus episode and you get like, you know, you get to like talk to me personally on there and I get to like request, you know, topics or whoever you want to hear on the show. And then the second one is like, kind of like the, un- is $10, like the unlimited like bonus content. Yeah. And I've been recording with like everyone virtually. So it's all audio. And eventually I want to put like some video stuff on there too, like some video vlogs. Yeah. So I was going to say, we've been, I know we've been kind of like brainstorming and talking through some stuff and some exciting content on the way to Patreon. I'm looking forward to, you know, being your cameraman and helping you film some of the stuff. And, you know, even some, like we talked about, some old stuff might be some old content popping up on there. And, you know, it'll be, it'll be dope. I found an episode from like, I don't know, maybe it was 2016 or 2017 that I had with White Nick after we broke up and I never aired it um, simply because I think I was slightly embarrassed about it because he like said how he like didn't like to have sex with me. Oh, wow. So I think I was kind of embarrassed, but now I'm like, fuck it, let's put it up there. So I did find that episode eventually when I have the bulls, I'm going <laughs> to put it up. But like, what, yeah. didn't, what didn't he like? Or never mind. I, actually, he, I mean, I what, have to listen to it back. Cause I think I well, blocked we gotta out save it for Patreon. Anyway, yeah, we got to so save it for Patreon. Yeah, yeah. But but, you know, but there's also like a bunch of episodes from like throughout the years that I've just made private. Yeah. And I the new people, you know, the past few years have like never even heard of these episodes so it'd be a lot of just like old shit from like 2016 2017 2018 and like and yeah now i also want to put like some behind the scenes stuff you know like i've been kind of like last time i kind of vlogged my time in la and um i eventually want to put that vlog on the patreon so there's just a lot of things that that i'm just gonna like try to make it more personal on there and yeah it's just it's a great way to like you know, get to talk to me like directly, you know, yeah. without like, I feel like social media and Instagram, it gets like really overwhelming um, because of just like the the trolls, yeah. <laughs> you know? So like with Patreon, it's like, I know these people are like my people. Yeah. So like, it's like I'm a direct line. It's like, it's like the bat phone when you got the, 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 right. bat, the bat phone, you can get the direct line to the. Exactly. To the it's person. a direct like line to me. And yeah. I, I'm going to feel more prone to like, want to check there because I know it's like my people and I'm not going to get like anxiety, you yeah, know? Exactly. And that'd be <laughs> so. dope. I mean, think of that, man, we got to think of somebody to uh, help us film the live show. Oh no, we, we have a whole, like t- we're, we're hiring like an actual, no, I mean like for team. content though, like to do on like, Oh, they're also, we're also, I mean, I don't want to give away any like, Okay, no, I was just saying. I was. We're gonna kind of. I gonna, was also trying to do like a little segue for you to talk about the. Oh, live you know, show I show you. Yeah, like, well, that's a segue. That's like a segue. Well, <laughs> well, yeah, we're stepping up. Like as far as like video production, we're stepping up like the show, and even just like 
the just the show in general obviously we learned so much from the first live show yeah. like so much that we're now just like implementing into the one in, in san francisco so i mean y'all probably heard but i'm just gonna remind y'all again april 7th in san francisco we're doing a live show with double team podcast and it's it's been fun it's been a full-time job planning that entire event but it's coming up, so you guys better get your tickets. We will get to literally meet you guys individually. Like, we're going to do, like, a whole, like, meet and greet. We're giving away, like, vibrators, you know, if you um, win certain prizes and stuff. Like, we're giving away vibrators and, like, uh, therapy sessions with um, some of, like, the experts that we've heard on the show. So it's, like, there's a lot of interaction and engagement. So y'all better show up and, like, take a shot with me or something. Be dope. And it'll be great music played there. Uh, yes, so have, and Brian, aka Killer B, is going to be DJing. This is his first gig, you guys. So I'm excited! Please, like, cheer him on if you're gonna I'm go. It'll be good times, man. We're gonna play some good music, have some good vibes. We're gonna turn up. The ladies are gonna kill it. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, it's gonna be a lot of fun. And for those who can't make it, we also um, hired a really great like video production team that's gonna make sure that we have like great quality content for those who like can't make it because honestly we're trying to sell this shit to netflix we try to be on like <laughs> netflix like you know what i mean like no, we, I you. netflix like quality is like oh. what we're looking for, for sure. so you always want to put out the best thing possible. yeah for sure and um so yeah like that's been that and also like what what month is it's march it's march it's crazy holy we're already shit halfway through march Broco Therapy is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you had an extra hour in your day, what would you do? Would you go for a run, take a nap, read a book, show up for a friend? A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is, time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. I mentioned before that I went back to therapy and that was the best decision I've ever made because every time I leave a session, I do feel like I just got so much off my chest. I've been suffering with so much anxiety because I feel like sometimes I don't have time. I don't have time to get all the stuff done or I feel like I'm not worthy of doing a good job of the things that I have to do. And I know that stems from a lot of ADHD. So talking to my therapist, she really gives me the space to just vent and have those emotions and she validates that and gives me the tool sets to be able to continue my day and to give me that confidence to remind myself that like I got this. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash BrokeGirl today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp.com slash BrokeGirl. 
Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. Y'all know Claritin is literally the most on-brand sponsorship that I could get. There's been so many times that people have commented on an episode and been like, girl, blow your nose a little bit. Like, you sound real stuffy. Are you good? And all I needed was a Claritin to help treat my allergies. Especially right now when it's springtime, the flowers are blooming, pollen is in the air. Best believe I have my Claritin in my pocket. And I love her. I love my Claritin D because she helps me survive through this allergy season. And honestly, just helps me survive in general because y'all know I just have allergies all the time. <laughs> so if you guys are suffering with allergies, I would honestly suggest coming from the allergy queen myself to go and get yourself some Claritin D. Don't make yourself suffer, especially during allergy season. So go get yours, boo. Luckily, for those of us who live with symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin Clear with Claritin D. Designed for serious allergy sufferers, Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. Like, it's crazy how this year is is like already just so different from last year's because I got laid off. So a little bit of update. I was yeah. working um, part time um, helping out Brad because he's like a producer for a bunch of podcasts out there. Like I'm going to say it now just because I ain't working for him. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we were doing like on purpose with Jay Shetty, like almost adulting with Violet Benson. Um, I feel like those are kind of like the ones you may be more familiar with. Retirement House um, on TikTok, th- that those like the whole like viral people of all those old people that, you know, you've seen them, right? So, yeah, I, I didn't realize you did that. But so are they really old people or are some of them in makeup? No, they're all old people. I was convinced that a couple of them were just like, no, ma- they're all old. They're literally old. Because I knew the black guy was really old because yeah. I could tell he was like a legit old black guy. <laughs> but the, I can I, see. I think the old white them, man, I was kind of like, this motherfucker got, got prosthetics Isn't one of the, the glasses? Yeah. Yeah. No, he actually like said in like one of the episodes, like, no, like I'm actually old. Like this isn't like makeup uh, see, or anything. I, I was convinced that he like had prosthetics. <laughs> so I was like, oh, I was like, maybe that's just fake. Like, yeah. So not I like, like fake, but just, you know. Right. production like put on yeah yeah so i worked with brad on those shows um helping him produce and like create the socials for those so all them all those like socials you probably be liking on them was like created mm. or flex. picked out by me not going flex, flex but going flex nah, flex on them baby uh, know. <laughs> yeah but the thing is it's like i learned so and i was doing it part-time um and brad was super like amazing at like understanding that like broco therapy was like my priority yeah um so i really like i kind of looked to brad as like my mentor like i really like learned a lot from him unfortunately because of this inflation and shit and just like you know people making budget cuts and stuff um i did get laid off as far as budget cuts but we're still like in communication it's cool it's like all love yeah but i also took it as like a sign to like 
not get a job and to focus on me, which was like so scary. And yeah. like I just like just want to say thank you for being like such a blessing in that because like oh thank you because you like immediately when I ha- when it happened I was like super bummed, but you were like oh, like don't even look for a job like please like make all your time and focus beyond this show to like make it bigger and to focus on your Patreon and to like make more content and to like grow and stuff. And like, cause that's really what it is. It's like, I'm so close, but all it really needs is just more attention. But I think I just loved having like the security of like a, another paycheck too, you know, of just yeah. like, you know, um, because it's security, mm-hmm. like, we like, you know, but then yeah. I'm glad that I had to have like your support and, you know, emotionally and like financially to help me like do the show to, to, you know, so I just want to say thank you. Oh, of course. Anytime, baby. I got you. Thank you. Believer in the show. Like I said, I'm just, I know sometimes that's all it takes. You know what I mean? You just need, you just need the time and the space to be able to, to let things happen. And I feel like, you know what I mean? Obviously it sucks and, you know, miss having the, the, the extra money in your pocket, but you know what I mean? I think that that, you know, this this kind of happening and things kind of moving in the direction that they are. I think it was all, you know, it's meant to be. It's kind of like, like you said, time to take the next step, launching the Patreon, doing the San Francisco live show, you know, already planning other live shows beyond that. You yeah. know what I mean? It's just it's time. You know, it's, it's you're going to start scaling and it's not you're not going to have time to do nothing else and you're not going to. Have it was already to, hard to enough having yeah. to like deal with that and to work on these different shows and then deal with broker therapy like I was exhausted, you know? And yeah. so it yeah. So that's why I just feel like, you know, me, I just I don't know. I think I always think of it too of just like if it was reversed and I was in your position, you know what I mean? I think I would want I would want my partner to be like Nah, I just like I got it. Just go. You just go figure it out. Right. You know what I mean. I Which think I it's would hundred percent do for yeah, you. Yeah. It's just like you know what I mean. Of just like you know go go figure it out. Like I I believe in your dream just as much as you do. You know what I'm saying. So like yeah. go go after it. Go do it. Yeah. You know what I mean. Because I feel like I feel like I've had people in my life who've kind of blessed me in that way. You know what I mean. Yeah. And so I feel like okay now I have the opportunity to do that not to just anybody but you know what I mean to my partner right. person I love. So yeah. Why not? Of course, yeah. it's no, no, it's a no-brainer to me. So thank you, I love you oh, so I love much. You too. It's all e- emotional, all, all early on. No, <laughs> all early. See, that's a, because it means I told a lot. you drinking that wine. I know. Well, it's because I've been through shit with the show. Like you know, I this is not the first time that I got laid off or fired or yeah. something. And granted, it wasn't like I got fired and I was horrible at my job. He, you know, like he didn't want to. It was it's just like opposite, times yeah. are kind of hard right now, you right. know, and a lot of people are making adjustments financially. So he had to kind of move accordingly. So it's just like, you know, it, it sucks. And but it's also like such a blessing because, you know, I do make money from the show. It's not like yeah. I, you know, it's it's not like there's no income here. It's like there already is income. It's just I have to now scale. And like right now my merch is getting printed. So I'll be selling merch on the show and then eventually we'll put it um, on the site and try to like keep that going. Yeah. Um, Some very so nice high quality merch. merch, by the way, y'all. It's you really- guys. You have no idea. I've ordered so many different types of samples and have spoken to a lot of like screen printing people to really just try to like upscale like because the last merch, I don't get into it, but I kind of messed up on the last merch. It's okay. Uh, It's okay. You know what I mean? I'm so sorry for those who got the last merch. Entrepreneurs (laughs) learning how to do it. Like, yo, 
I was just say, now if you bought a shirt from the last live show, oh no, you might have lost a couple of letters. It's the broke I've, girl I've might be oak girl now. Yeah, it might but, be broke girl instead of broke girl. I I printed it myself because I thought I could do it. But and, you, but no, 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 you could do it. You did do it. But I'm telling y'all, look at it like this. It's now a vintage piece. Ain't nobody else ever gonna have that. When this shit blows the up and broke girl therapy, <laughs> like you said, is on Netflix, you're gonna be like, yo, look, I got the oak, the oak earl, <laughs> the oak girl therapy shirt. Original. I bought it at the first ever live show in LA. You know what I mean? It's, it's gonna be like a vintage piece. Like That's I'm, true. I'm I'm keeping all of mine. You you notice I don't wear mine. Like the green one, really? I only wore it at the first live show. I've never worn it since. You wear the old ones, though. No, yeah, I like the the OG one. Yeah, uh, the uh, the first ever one, like when we first started dating. Yeah, that, your yeah, first yeah. March. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh my god, Ugh, I'm so sorry to you guys. Like, but thank, you. but like the shirts were great though. The shirts were still great quality. Oh, they looked great, yeah. And so I like I just cringe at that last drop, and I'm just so sorry for those who got it. But thank you. Because also it helped me pay some other people's debt, Oof. which maybe I'll. Oof. <laughs> it it, may, it helped me off of a lawsuit if I'm gonna like it helped yeah. me out of a lawsuit. So thank you. If you bought a shirt, just know that it, like it helped in that way. Yeah. Um. <laughs> but this time around, y'all, it's it's like some reals, like yeah, it's some really dope, high quality shit. Like it's some, it's different too. It's not like the regular type. It's a little pricey, but only because it's like it's something like you're gonna wear all the time because it's. Something you're, it's probably gonna last a lifetime. It's good. No, yeah, it's good. You know, we, so you know, I, I don't know. Maybe that's just me. I, you know, I have no problem. I will buy a ninety dollar hoodie. Yeah, and like not think twice about it. So right. But again, you're getting a certain type of quality when you buy that exactly. type of stuff. So and not to say your hoodies are about to be ninety dollars. No, so y'all don't be worried. Yeah, I'm just talking about my like bougie streetwear shit that I buy. Right, like, and yeah. it's it's. The yeah, the I'm so excited. The sweatshirts and the t-shirts are like so soft and like it's um they're, it's gonna they're, be they're cute. really good quality. Yeah, yeah, and I'm also making candles too. So for those who I'm only gonna put those at the shows. I don't think I'm gonna put those online just because. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, do you guys want that? I don't know, but I just think for the show, I like having them like kind of exclusively for the shows. So, anyways. Uh, what else about life? What other details do we have? Do you want to go to you? Last time you were like venting so much about work. Yeah, I don't know. I think it is. And I think it's crazy because the last time we talked about work, I was just so over. It. I was ready to quit. Right? We were like right. formulating a plan. Yeah. To Thank quit. God. And I, I think <laughs> that I think that all then. the time. I think <laughs> honestly, when you lost your job, that was the first thing I thought. Is I was kind of like, damn, the Oof. universe looked out. Right. I was like, damn, the universe really looked out because while we were kind of just remember, there were so many things that I mean, I think prevented we would have still figured it out, though. Oh, of course, it but it would have been, been just hustle. so much more difficult. Yeah. Yeah. But just think, because remember, like I was going to quit so much more earlier and there were certain things that were preventing that. I was kind of waiting of like, no, nah, I'm trying to get trying to get this paycheck, trying to get this. Yeah, bonus, there were certain to get things this, that were kind of backing you from. And that kept getting yeah. pushed back, pushed back, pushed back. And then that got pushed back to a point to where. I had uh, just, I got to shout out Danny, Danny Santos. He's been a, a, a friend of the show. Daddy. But no, man, I had a, um, I had a session with Danny and like, honestly, like, just like, I don't. I, Background I, story for those who are just tuning in or new here. Yeah. Um, I'm 
Astro Daddy Danny Santos is an astrologer, healer, ayahuasca, shaman in training. Like he's, he's a just fucking like, angel. He's literally a f- and he's born on February twenty second. He's a fucking angel. So his like his birth number is two two two. So if you're its angel numbers, like that's Oh, like, I didn't know that. Yeah. That's his angel number. Like he was literally born February twenty second. Oh, we was meant to be in each other's lives. That's then. what I'm saying. Yeah. And so and it's like two 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 is his his like birthday and it's also like angel numbers. So it's like he's just like a mystical being that is just incredible for sure yeah i love danny but i I had a reading with danny and just uh it was interesting because we didn't i didn't give him too much about you know just the struggles with work i just kind of told him where i was at just generally overall and just oh it just it just helped me so much it helped me put so much in a perspective about my life and just um, you know, kind of where I was going, what I was doing. I think the main thing that I was struggling with back then uh, was that I always have felt like my purpose of like why I'm here, like on this earth, like in this lifetime, always for whatever reason. And it sounds so dumb to say it back now after kind of having this realization. But I had always connected that to the job that I had. Yeah. Where I was kind of like the job that I have has to be like me fulfilling my purpose. Like it has to be somehow doing that. Right. So I felt like, I think that was one of the things that I loved about working in radio so much and why it kind of like gives me that fire and that passion is because it's like at its core, my favorite thing about it was making people's day. You know what I mean? I always tell the story of like working at Fresno state, excuse me, college radio where I had the Sunday soul spot Real ones know about the Sunday Soul Spot <laughs> on KFSR Radio. Fresno, but and I, and, to Fresno. And I'll never forget it, but I had a dude call me at the end of the night, and he was like, hey, man, I just wanted to call you and say thank you. And he was like, I normally only can listen for like 20 minutes or so, but he was like, tonight I listened to the whole show. And he was like, I just want to say thank you because my mom passed away this week, and it's the worst week of my life. But he was like, these last three hours has been like the the, the relief I needed. And to me, I was like, oh, that's why the fuck I do this. Right. You know what I mean? So I'd always like, that was the purpose behind why I did that. And then like moving into social media and kind of doing what I do now, there are elements there that I do like and I do get that fulfillment. But I just have been over the years just felt so disconnected from that and just feeling like, oh, I'm not fulfilling my purpose with this job that I'm doing. Like, you know what right, I mean? Just right. like. You know I me. Mean? You didn't I, get I, that same like satisfaction from that moment at all. That you felt at like all. You know what I mean? Like, I, like, and I think that's the thing with radio is you know it because, and it's kind of like how you have with the show because sometimes it's a grind and your head's down and you're just doing it. But then every now and then you do get that person they send you a message or you be out somewhere and they say something to you or you just somewhere. You know what I mean? Where it's like you you might be having it rough, but to them. You having it rough and you doing the extra mile, you staying up till 2 a.m. to edit some shit, you you doing this, you doing that, that shit like helped them get through get through a, a really tough time in life. Right. You know what I'm saying? So for me, it was like, I just don't get that from my current job. And I think that was my mistake of always feeling like my purpose had to be connected with my job. And it was literally just talking to Danny and him being like, no. Like, and he was like, you know, and as you know, me, like one of the things I always stress about is work. Right. And doing a good job and always being on top of it and just being the best at everything that I do. And I remember it was even that when Danny was like, honestly, you don't even have to worry about work. It's like you're always going to be good at your job. And you are. You are. Like even when yeah. you're like 
so stressed and you're miserable and your like anxiety is like fucking high end where you're like crying, you're still like on you're like you, you're the clients are still they don't even realize that you're having a panic attack like for me when i'm having a panic attack at work it's like no, it's like shown in my it's reflected in my work like you're yeah. able to like literally have a breakdown but still like get shit done and it's yeah. like that, that's hard like as yeah. someone well, who I like mean, just honestly, is I, the opposite, I, like that's just hard. No, I I unfortunately worked at a, a a pretty toxic work environment that just kind of forced me to be like. That. I mean, I have too. I've worked in plenty of toxic yeah. work environments. Like plenty. I remember, like in my previous job, <laughs> of being just... like, being like, "Yo, let me go to the car and cry for ten minutes before we go jump in this meeting." I mean, I would do the same thing. Like, I mean, I remember in fashion PR, like I would go to the bathroom, have a breakdown. And I would literally have to like run the water on my wrist and like splash my face to like yeah. calm myself down. And people still wouldn't be able to see like it's not, here's the thing. They can't tell I'm having a breakdown, but my work reflects it. Yeah. If that makes sense. No, I get, it's like, you, they're not just, seeing me cry, but they're like, yeah. wait, why is all of this shit not happening? And it's because like my mind is just, just not there. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we know obviously ADHD too uh, plays a yeah. huge part, but so uh, that's why I admire that. Like you're having a mental breakdown, but yet still it, your <laughs> your work doesn't reflect that. Yeah, I think it's also like a trauma response too. Yeah, but but I think it makes sense that Danny was like, "You're not here. Like this isn't like your purpose. Like yeah. you're you're gonna do great anyway. Yeah. Like no matter he, he what was even mood telling you're me, in, like, what place you are in your life, you're still gonna kill it at work." Exactly. He was telling me like even like oh like in previous you know past lifetimes i forget the you know the proper terminology because he was talking about the different houses and you know yeah, all, um, shit's so all you know i don't know about all of that but he was kind of so saying like he was like in your life in in you know this lifetime previous lifetimes that career kind of work segment of your life you've already mastered it it's kind of saying that's why you will always be good at it and he was also kind of talking about just other reasons about like just people pleasing and being more you know codependent just obviously all the things that i've tried to been like healing from over the years and, and trying to be better at and he was kind of saying like that also makes you a good worker too you know what i mean but he's kind of saying that now it's time for you to really step into your confidence time for you to really step into your power and really kind of just step into who you are and just kind of told me like hey your purpose has nothing to do with your with your job and your career and then I, you know, obviously, inevitably, right after that, I'm like, okay, well, what's my purpose? And it's kind of like, okay, well, we'll get to that. And then he literally told me, and it just made so much sense when I just kind of like look at my life and how it was, how it's kind of been structured and how things have gone and just um, all the events that have just kind of led me to literally where we're at today. It's just been so crazy to think about. It. And, and when I asked him, what's my purpose? And he was kind of like, oh, your purpose is to heal. Right. And it was like one of those like mind, you know, you know, like yeah. the gift of like the dude, the fucking mind, the brain exploding. You're like mind blown. And I was just kind of like, like, damn, like it, it was it was weird because it was so relieving because I was kind of like, oh, damn, I could do that. Yeah. Because I had felt like I had kind of spent the better part of a year trying to figure out what my purpose is and just really feeling so lost and feeling like. I don't, I don't know. I don't even know anymore. You know what I mean? Is it creating content? Is it radio? Is it, 
You know what I mean? Remember we even talked. I was like, I just want, I'm going to quit. And I'm just going to go like work at Trader Joe's. Just right. figure it out. You know what I mean? Like right. I was on some real like Andre 3000 going to go play my flute in New York shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. So it's like just all of that to kind of get to, oh, I just got a heal was so relieving to just be like, oh, I can do that. Oh. You know because what I mean? It's kind of, because, I can do that. It's like it's so simple. Yeah. And it's like not trying to achieve the most greatest thing ever which i feel like we f- we feel almost like forced to feel yeah. like we have to like in yeah. our careers you know it was funny because i was life i was thinking that i was like uh and it was because we asked the, we had a we do these icebreakers you know in the meetings at work they give you icebreakers right. to start the meetings and we had one this week i thought it was interesting to hear that a that you know because it usually goes like this but the icebreaker was what uh what did you want to be when you were a kid and it, I was like, interesting that a no, you know, nobody's doing what they wanted to do when they were a kid. Right. But B was just like, I forgot where I was going there. But I just, I just thought it was interesting. Uh, it, it made me think of like, I would not want to put that on my kid. I would never ask my kid that question. Right? What do you want to be? We when were you grow always up? so like forced to like. Yeah figure out what kind of adult we wanted to be yeah and not even just like as far as the type of person or what type of what i was always like what kind of adult occupation because yeah, that was exactly. like how you were defined as an adult was yeah. with, by your occupation are you a teacher yeah. are you a firefighter are you a doctor are you this it's just like that's kind of like how i always looked at it as like adult i mean i think all, a lot of us could relate to like trying to find our purpose through our jobs and a lot of times it's that's not the case for everybody you know and And so that's okay it's just it's so simple like yeah just healing and just like concentrating on like your spiritual self with you know just you just figure like it's not about like trying to like have this persona to the world it's just just and i think i think to that point it was also helpful because I think for me, I used to, and I mean, still, still do to this day. I've tried to be better at it, but I think working in radio made me realize when I left working in radio, cause I was like really depressed, excuse me, made me realize how much of like my value and how I viewed myself went into like the type of job that I had. Oh yeah. Same. I still struggle with that. Yeah. And that's why I like even not, I'm, I'm going to make this about me for a second but i would turn it's it, your podcast it, right? no. well, not, not trying to make this about me but just going back to like like losing my job i think yeah uh, you know yeah i have the show and i'm making money here but it was just like the 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 idea of like being unemployed you know when it's like i've had to shift my mindset it's like no but like stop like you're self-employed like you're making the money and all that money goes straight to you like no one's you know what I mean? So like yeah. they're paying for yours, like for you, like for your show, what you do and stuff like that. It's not like I'm making another, I'm, you know what I mean? Like I'm not yeah. like I'm making the money, like I'm doing it right. and I'm it's not having you. a W2 like, you know, job or whatever. So yeah. So like the, the thought of just like that, I think kind of maybe hurt my ego a bit. So I know what you're yeah. saying when it's just like a lot of us do look for that and like our identity because that's just what we've been taught for sure. So I think, it, you know, and just that, that talk with Danny, it just, it just helped me so much. And he was just like, he'll, you know what I mean? I think it's also interesting too. It was like I said, when, uh, when Rhett and I were talking about just 
uh, you know, right, our, chi- my brother. our childhoods and, and our, our upbringings. So you guys had like a deep conversation? Yeah, we were like, I think you were, I was ta- like napping. Yeah, I think you were taking a nap, yeah. <laughs> and we were outside, we were, you know, we were uh, partaking well, in some of California's finest. Okay, and so what did you guys talk This is kind of sweet that like, no, yeah, we were just my talking. boyfriend I, and my brother like had a, a deep conversation. I like, I love that. Like that makes me feel really like happy. Because yeah, I don't even remember exactly what he said, but I was just kind of talking about my dad. He had asked me, he was like, oh, he was like, are you and your dad like close still? And I was just yeah. kind of like, no. Just kind of gave him the full rundown, you know, the, the abridged version of everything right. that had kind of happened. And he was just kind of like, yeah, you know, and I think he had said something to the effect of like, you know, well, yeah, maybe some time will go by and, you know, you can find yourself in a space where you want to talk to him. Like, he just says something like, you know, really right. just passive. But I also know it's like my brother, like, being really awkward and not knowing how to. Like, no, but I, but I, he said, I was kind of like, I was kind of like, damn, like, he said that, but I've also kind of been thinking that lately. You know what I right. mean? So, he, so him saying it was kind of like, damn, you're right. And also just Danny and I had talked a lot about just, he was just kind of saying like, yeah, just. I see that father-son relationships are just strained in your family history. That is just a thing. Like, they're just... Yeah, because it's like your dad also kind of had similar issues. Yeah, because my grandpa... his dad. So yeah. it's like this, like, men, the men in your family, like... My grandpa we, did some wild shit, bro. Yeah. Like, when I learned the wild shit that my grandpa did, I was, like, surprised. Yeah. Because <laughs> it was just kind of like, wait, he did... Like, I don't even want... I don't know if right. I should put the family history no, on blast, but he that. had, like... I was just kind of like, damn, like he pretty much like left my grandma and like went to Arizona and he had him a new thing and he started a new family. Right. Uh, And unfortunately that that woman passed away. He moved back home with his new baby and picked up with my grandma like ain't shit ain't miss a beat. Jeez. But I want to say it was like an eight year gap in there. Oh, my God. He he dipped out. Came back. And it came back. And I never knew that for years, right? And that was kind of like the thing now when I when I think about my dad and I'm like, well, obviously, he would kind of repeat similar, you know what I mean? Patterns. In terms of just like abandoning, just up and dipping, you know what I mean? Your, your response just kind of being moving on to the next chick. You know, it makes sense. Like, because that was, that was the same thing that. You saw that, that's what he experienced too. And then not for nothing of just kind of like, you know, could you imagine what that time was like when you, you living with your mom, who's going through that kind of heartbreak, you know what I mean? I'm sure you're not getting the type of love and attention that you need on top of your dad now being gone also, you know what right, I mean? Right. So it's kind of thinking about it from that perspective. It's kind of like, shit, yeah, it's rough. Like your dad just, yeah. Yeah. You know, so I don't know. Maybe that's a product what, of what he exactly experienced. So I don't know. Maybe that my talk with Danny made me was like, maybe that's up to me to help kind of facilitate his healing, which then can he can yeah. do, you know, that's his process and his journey. Choose should he choose to kind of go down that path? But I don't know. Maybe that's. Yeah, that's what because I don't know, I guess because it's just through through it all. Like when we talk about purpose and Danny says your purpose is to just heal. And it makes so much sense to me because he says that your purpose is to heal because he's just said that your healing is going to help other people heal. I I 1000% agree with you because you have this like this energy about you and I see it with like everyone you interact with where you're just like, and you don't mean to get people to like you. Like you don't care (laughs) if people like you, like you're just so unbothered and to yourself 
But people really gravitate towards you and not just in a way that where they're just like nice to you or whatever, but they like feel so comfortable with you that they're willing to just like tell you everything or yeah. feel like they could, they feel really at home with you and yeah. like you have that power. And I think that like not a lot of people have that kind of energy that they could bring. So that I think is really healing if you use it to your advantage. Yeah, and I'm I'm, I'm grateful for it. It trips me out because I you think you healed was... me in a lot of ways. Thank you. And I'm maybe you've healed me, and I go, do it through the show. Like it's like a yeah, you know it, that's that's a, yeah. And I, 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 I always say that it's I always say that it's corny. I feel so corny every time I say it, but that's that's like man, that's for sure. Like that would make me so happy if I could help heal somebody who then would go help heal somebody else, who then go help some heal somebody else. And then we literally like help heal the world. Like I know I feel corny every time I say that phrase, heal the world, but <laughs> that's how I feel like that's how that shit starts. And that's how it happens. And yeah, it's just, you know, it's dope. I think it's probably one of the most like flatterings. It's just been, has been like my mom telling me like how much I've like helped her deal with shit and like, you know Aww. what I mean? Process things and kind of do things, pick up certain habits and routines. And yeah. So yeah, it's just, it's, you know, it's, it's though I'm, I'm, I'm grateful for it. it. It's, it's something I used to didn't realize I had, but I, I do now. It's just, even from like the, uh, shout out April, she, who braids my hair, how I met her. I, I met her literally walking down the street. Oh, wow. She was she was sitting in her car smoking smoking a blunt, <laughs> and I was walking to the barber shop, and literally from down the street she was like, "Hey, hey," because I had my hair picked out. I was it was an yeah. afro. She was like, "Hey, come here." And she was like, "Like, oh, she's like, oh, you got some nice hair. Like, that's some pretty hair." She's like, "If you ever need to get braided, hit me up." And I was like, "Okay, cool." And then, but then when she was braiding my, I eventually hit her up. She's braiding my hair. And she was like, yo, I ain't going to lie. Like, you had this aura and energy. I seen you when you was walking down the street. She's like, that's why I just had to call you over. And I was like, damn, that's crazy. And even like, yeah, I'm sure he's not listening to this, but even someone at work who I had recently kind of hit it off with, you know what I mean? Of just, yeah. he he lives in Atlanta, but we had met at, at our offsite for the first time. And literally, we were just hanging out at the bar one night in the hotel, like just talking. And he was just kind of like, yo, I really like talking to you, man. Like we should keep in touch. And you know what I mean? Like just stuff like yeah, that where people, I'm kind of like, people do that to you so yeah. easily. Like, I feel like even my mom, like I see you like my mom, like when she's <laughs> just like, feels like comfortable around you. And like, she's the most uncomfortable person. <laughs> well, I'm on it, man. I'm glad. Like I said, I don't, I don't, <laughs> yeah, it'd be weird. Like I just, I don't know. I, I do. I'm, I'm honored. I'm grateful for it. And I'm, I'm grateful for Danny. Cause ever since then, like I say, I feel like it's only been, uh turned up because now i feel like uh i'm I'm like aware uh, you know what i mean i'm cognizant of it like i know yeah. that it's there so i think that the confidence is there even like a little more now you know what i mean like it used to be like i would it would be pretend confidence and now it's kind of like no i actually believe it yeah i know like ever since you literally the day you had to call with danny and like it was just this instant oh yeah i was gonna say it was instant it, it was, was an soon instant as the call switch. ended it like it was i had like journaled for a little bit and it was like instant like i it, it was like it was it literally a light it was like it, it was night and day yeah. and i will say like i was as your partner like i was so grateful for that because yes one like i definitely want to see you happy like i want you to like feel fulfilled in your purpose and your life but also like you know 
it, it, it when you before like when you were really anxious like it affected me too of course. you know like yeah. i remember like every sunday i kind of wouldn't look forward to sundays because saturdays you were great friday nights you were great but yeah. when sunday would hit it would, felt like it was a monday because you were already so depressed about going back to work yeah and that it affected your entire day. Yep. And it like it would affect me too. And I'm just like, look, I know it's draining, but it's also like, and I would have to tell you, like, but it's not Monday yet. Like yeah. it's Sunday. Like you still have a whole day to yourself. Like you're not working today. Like yeah. don't waste your day being sad about work. Like sure. don't let work have that advantage over you where it's like you have a whole day without it and yet your your emotions are sad because of it. Like, just don't let that, like, have that so much power in your life, you know? Yeah. Like, you still have to live. And so it was, like, it was affecting me, like, as a partner, like, to see that. Like, it was really sad. And it affected yeah. my mood, too, you know? And so to see that switch, I think, was, like, really, like, beneficial for everyone. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> you know, because... You were like I saw you embracing like the present more, you know, like you're you were more present. Yes, you still have like your moments where you're like, fuck, I can't take this shit like which is yeah. completely normal. But it's like but you're you still don't you now you don't let it like like rob you of your life. Yeah, I just you know? have my moment and then I keep it pushing. Yeah. yeah, like don't let it rob your life. Like it's just work. It's frustrating. OK, but it's like. It and I I know I know that feeling too because I would do that from you know to myself as well. It's just like it affects your whole mental health and everything, yeah. and it's just like, you know, it's like let's why give fucking capitalism that power, yeah. man? And it's such a it's know? such a weight lifted <laughs> off of me too. Like I said, of just like like you say, if not because I remember like Sundays and it was funny because it was always like. I used to like Sunday mornings, but I would know like around eleven thirty. Yeah, you noon, would get depressed. It would start. Your to, mood I was, was start, just like fuck. Yeah, I and would start thinking sad. about tomorrow. Yeah, I would start thinking about the next day. To where now, literally, it'll be like I'm really good because I'm I'm more of like the early worker. Right. So like I'm definitely guilty of like I'll check I'll check like work stuff like when I wake up in the morning sometimes still, but I've I've really gotten on like nah just between work hours. Yeah. Nine to six. Like, that's the only time. And I have gotten a lot better at, like, shutting it off. Like, And it's, and it's it like, can we talk about that a second? It's, like, hard to do that because yeah. you it feels, like, so everything, like, emails feel so fucking urgent. Mm -hmm. Like, every email just feels like a panic attack. Yeah. And so it's, like, to wake up to, like, this email and it's just, like, oh, we need this, we need this. And you feel, like, this, like, sense of, like, okay, I have to do it now. It's just, yeah. like. It's so uncomfortable and you have to like, like kind of like stop your, like stop yourself sometimes to be like, wait, like it, it could wait an hour. Yeah. Let me like shower. Exactly. Let me do my skincare routine. Let me like do what I need to do. Like it, it's not the fucking end of the world. You it's have just, to. especially like when you're like me and you have half of the team on the East coast. So they're, they oh, are emailing God. you at 6am, you know yeah. what I mean? And messaging you. I think for me, man, I got to say shout out the iPhone. And the uh, feature, but the focus, man, of how you can. Um, oh, yeah. You can oh, go yeah. literally. So, yeah, from 845. The, the only time I can get I'll get work notifications on my phone is between 845 a.m. and 7 p.m. Monday through Friday. Any Perfect. other time I don't all of my work notifications, um, they don't I don't get them. 
Yeah. I turn yeah, them off. They turn off during that time. Office hours yeah. closed. I turn on that little, the little, the little moon on the iPhone yeah. and we good to <laughs> the go. Little moon. Well, it comes on automatically now because I set yeah. up, I know how to do it, do the automatic shit. But no, yeah, it's just, it's just, yeah, having that balance. And I think if somebody at work, they were saying that they asked us, what was the, what were you most proud of over the last month? And it was like work-life balance for me. Cause you know me, I, I wouldn't even take a lunch. Like I'll work through oh, my yeah, lunch. Oh yeah, you never took a lunch. And now it's like. I'm taking a lunch every day this year. Because I remember that was one of my goals at the beginning of the year was, like, take a lunch every day. And you're so good because, like, during your lunch, you, like, clean. <laughs> you yeah. clean the house. <laughs> and I'm just like, bro, like, you're, like, chill. But then, but it, like, makes, oddly makes you feel good, you know, to, like. Because then, no, because that's what happens. Because then it's lunchtime, right? So I clean up the house. I know when I go back to work, I'm only gonna have a couple of hours left to work. Right. But when I get off work, that crib is already clean. Oh, so I'm getting off work. It's a clean the house. Crib, the chill. crib is already clean. And then I could jump right. You know what I mean? Go work out, do whatever we got to do, whatever the you evening have needs to be done. Great motivation because it's like my mind could think like that maybe, and but then I'm like, when it comes to the moment, I'm like, I rather nap. Nah, you just got to <laughs> do it, man. I know. I need to do better. You just gotta. That's the thing. You'll you'll never feel like doing it. You just gotta do it. Cause I never feel like doing it. Yeah, but you're so to. good it's at it. Hard. You just gotta do it, man. You just gotta. I. That's what I said. People be like, asking. Why is me, it like, so hard for me? Cause you have ADHD. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I, mean, I know. I like. I hate having ADHD it's tough I really fucking hate it lately I just been feeling because I I'm not taking meds all year I like about I to think say it's I, been a few months I, I when did I stop like November it's been December a few it's been a while it's been a while and when they had the shortage whenever they had like the shortage for yeah and I was able to like get it again but I was like but it was the knockoff brand what the hell is that noise outside? Uh, that's just, don't mind it. If y'all hear East Oakland in the background, it's okay. <laughs> like, they did that. I was on a call with a client earlier. And they, they were like <laughs> blasting their music as I was like talking. And I was just kind of like. You're like, sorry, it's Oakland. It's like, yeah, um, somebody's driving by. And like, oh, it's a loud car. And I'm like, yeah, I so know. So loud, yeah. <laughs> um, anyways, I well, they were, they were trying to give me, it wasn't even, it wasn't even like a knockoff version. It was like. A different type of medicine, but I don't know. I just I wasn't comfortable with it, and well, yeah, I was like, they were they were saying, wasn't it like a whole process of like they weren't getting you off get... of what you were taking and yeah. then putting you on to what you were taking, then putting you on to this new thing, and then it was just yeah, yeah. And I was just like, you know, I was like, you know what? I was like, I just don't really feel comfortable. Like, yeah, big pharma doing that bullshit. Yeah, and also like the medicine was like gonna make me even more tired. I'm like. I'm tired all the time. Why would I want to take a medicine that's going to make me even more tired? Like, I want to be up. I want to be focused. Like, yeah. I don't want to, like, be exhausted, you know? And it was just also, like, I should just, like, take a break and just or just stop taking medication and just, like, figure it out, you know? Because, like, I just don't want to live my life, like, depending on Adderall all the time, you know? We should look into I know a lot of funguses help with that stuff. Yeah, I need to. I need to, like... Look into something. Like some lion's mane or something. Like yeah. That. Um, it's just like, if, if y'all know, it's not, it's not as great as Adderall. Like, it's not like, you know what I'm saying? But maybe I should really try some natural shit. But, um, 
But yeah, so because I have not been taking my medication, it's been really hard to like sit and like get anything done, you know, like even for my own show, like I really like I have to do a million things while I'm doing one thing. Yeah. And it's like it's just really frustrating because I know like, no, I want to get shit done. I want to get, you know, things I want to do better. I want to grow, you know, but it's just like had battling with with like my attention span is like really difficult sometimes yeah. and it like it, it makes me even more exhausted just trying that i just end up fucking napping every day and i'm just like i need like there's something in my lifestyle that like really needs to change and i'm just it's just been and, like the time change doesn't help <laughs> oh the time change kicked my ass yeah like that's been kind of kicking my ass and so but yeah but just like sitting down and just trying to focus on something is like been really difficult and yeah. so i'm trying to find like ways to get myself to to do better it's yeah. just hard so anyone out there with ADHD, let me know your thoughts. I'm actually going to do an episode soon with someone who um, who is an expertise in ADHD. Oh, nice. So um, hopefully she could give me some, like, coaching. Some pointers. Pointers. Tips you know. and tricks. Yeah, because it's hard. It is very difficult. I mean, it's hard enough without the ADHD, so I could imagine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, life is hard enough. Being an adult is hard enough without it. So Yeah, and then just having this extra thing is just like, uh, it's yeah. like a mental battle all the time. I get that. Yeah, and I feel like it makes me just exhausted or just like over it sometimes. Yeah, that's why I think part of me just try to be like, don't focus on nothing else, just focus on your show. Yeah. Which, Even though, of course, I get on you about, like, little shit around the house, but... Yeah, but that's inevitable. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> as far as careers. Yeah, and so... And it's crazy, you know, being self-employed is, like... I don't have a manager or a supervisor to, like, be on me or certain things or give me a deadline on yeah. certain things, you know? So it's really, like, on me to make sure that, like, things get done and they get done well, and it's, you know, and I, you know, like I, I to also give myself credit for having ADHD and this, you know, all this stuff like I've, you know, I've done very well. I'm doing just fine, but it's just, you know, I was, I, I'm, I am always wanting to, to be better, you know? And so, and to be like as organized as possible. I don't know who, who was I talking to? I was talking to someone. Oh, I was just talking to like a potential, like so some people have been hitting me up to like help with socials yeah um just like freelance which i'm able to i'll take a freelance job random stuff projects if it like helps yeah, yeah, yeah. you know random money so it was like a potential like client and like i was just telling them like my like workflow for the show and like how i do things and he was just like wow that's like super organized and in my head i'm like really <laughs> like i was so flattered because i'm like I, that's what i strive i strive to be like as organized as possible yeah. you know and so it was like really like flattering and assuring to know that like oh yeah okay like i do have like a structure i do have like a flow you know and so it, it like it's it's there it's not like i'm as scattered i just i just yeah. like want things to be tightened yeah. more and more but that's probably just victoria in my head that was say yeah telling me uh, i need to yeah. do better yeah oh that is like so i think it's just like you said, I think when people think organized, they think like 
very type A, very straightforward. But no, you can be, you can have your own like unique style and be organized because it just works for you. But right. it's still, it's still a very structured, organized type of thing. Like you say, you do because you do. Remember when even like uh, when I was gonna try to like help out with the editing, like even with that, like you have a very particular way because right. like the kind of way that I edit, it's not the way that you edit. Right. You know what I mean? So yeah, when I tell people how I edit, they're always like, wow, actually, that's like a great idea. Like, I should start editing like that too. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, yeah, like that's. Because I remember you'd be like, you know. oh, do this, this, and this. And I'd be like, no. Nah. <laughs> like, I like, I, you know what I mean? It was one of those like stubborn things where yeah. I'm like, no, I know the way you're telling me is more efficient to do it, but I don't want to do it that way. Well, you know I, I, I mean? feel like, like as far as like editing goes, like, it, it that's like, there, there's no like proper way to do it because it's a lot of things get done. So everyone yeah. just like, and it's such a creative kind of, it's thing a creative too. thing. So like, like it, like it has to be like whatever makes sense to like the person, you yeah. know? So, but that's, that's what I think. I think it's the way that like our, my editing our, our, our organization has stepped up since that time that I've told you, like it's oh, yeah, 1000% because you'd be like beasting on premiere and stuff now. Yeah. So. Yeah. But no, but yeah, I think it's, you know, you're doing great. It's fine. Thank you. Fine. It's just sometimes I need to keep reassuring myself. Yeah. Because it's, it's hard out here. It is very difficult, but. Yeah. Well, anything else? I mean, we're at like about an hour. What did we even talk about? <laughs> I just rambled about myself. My reading with Danny. Shout out to Danny. If y'all, yeah. um, is Danny doing readings right now? Yeah. He's okay. Yeah. So if y'all not in LA anymore. Yeah. So if y'all, if y'all need a, a, a reading, some, some, uh, I don't even know. He, he, it, he, what he's, what he does is he, he reads your birth chart, but it is, uh, he's going to give you so many insights and just perspectives into your life and your history. And I just highly suggest it. Cause again, Danny is just an amazing human being. And he's going to make you feel great no matter what it is talks about. Even if it's personal, if it's something you feel vulnerable about, yeah. vulnerable about, he's going to make you, he's going to put it in a way to where you kind of understand it and it makes sense to why certain things are a certain way in your life. Like it's just, you know, I mean, you know me, I can't think, I can't speak highly enough of Danny. Yeah, so. and I think it's, it's, it really is like a different form of therapy too, because yeah, like when you sure. do like the reading with him, you know, like you guys have heard the show and but it like it also gets even more personal. Like when you yeah. like talk to him and stuff, like he's really good at like validating your feelings and also asking like the right questions to be like, well, like why is that? You know, and like him and I actually did a reading like a little bit sometime after you. Yeah, it was actually for my birthday. He like gave me a reading. We didn't put it on the show. It was just like just me and him yeah, like yeah. over Zoom, and he we really like went through my birth chart and just like really looked into like my year which i have to like listen back to the recording because it's like before i like got my job like got laid off whatever yeah but you know like he he talked a lot about he also mentioned just like gearing up with like more commitment with you as far as like engagement and like getting married and stuff like that and I don't know, we and we just started like talking and I was telling him how I'm not nervous to be married to you. Like the thought of like, I mean, pretty much married, like at this point, you know, yeah. like I'm not nervous of sharing my life with you. I think the thing that makes me the most anxious is the wedding. Yeah. Why and so? like the event. And then, you know, we were kind of talking about that. And we're also, you know, because ADHD, we were just talking about everything. We like. <laughs> 
also talked about like the live show and like when I think about the live show like the first the first live show I like get anxious thinking about the the day that it happened and not because I didn't have fun I had the most amazing time ever yeah. but the thought of just like that day like gets me really anxious yeah, it was a lot and he was on. like he called me out and he was like why is it that big life events and big events like make you nervous make you nervous like why are you so anxious about these like moments you know and it was who i like don't want to cry about it now but i might tear up but it was just like we really dived in and it was like you know like it had reflected back to like my 23rd birthday so just listen to that episode, Rose, if y'all want to get some more details. But I don't even know. What did I... I talked about being... I hated being 23. This is from, like... I think we did this episode, like, 2021. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, it, it like, it was my... Just to kind of give, like, a brief synopsis. Is that the right word? Synopsis? Yeah. Um, <laughs> it was my 23rd birthday. I was super excited for this house party. Like, me and my friend were like he his birthday was a day after mine and like we were throwing a party at his like cousin's house it was like all of his friends all of my friends and there were so many people at this party and like I remember you know gearing up making signs like all these just all these things and like getting my outfit together and it comes to the day of the party and I'm overly excited I'm not eating because when I'm excited I don't eat (laughs) And because, you know, when it's a busy day, sometimes you just forget to yeah. eat when you're, like, preparing running and, and running around yeah. and all that stuff. And I, like, got way too drunk at 11 o'clock when barely anyone was there and passed out and, like, missed my whole party. And then I ended up getting essayed, <laughs> which I don't feel like getting into the details of that. So listen to that episode get essay and also the guy that i was dating like cheat on me and hooked up with like this girl so a lot went wrong and i missed my whole party that i was so excited for on top of it all this like tragedy like happened Mm -hmm. so he was like gotta do some healing on that girl because like now he's like maybe don't cry about every day when you think of like big events you're like you want it to be perfect you know so it's like hard to get excited about it yeah. But here, I'm going to take a little sip. <laughs> Broco therapy. So, yeah. And, he, and I was like, fuck, Danny. So, in conclusion, <laughs> go have a reading with Danny because it, like, yeah. It's so I was worth like, it. It's so, because it's so, never so once good. did I ever tie all of that together. Yeah. So, you know, and, you know, and of course, it's like, also ties into like that one year that had like 10 weddings <laughs> in like one year yeah. and that made me really anxious so like that doesn't help but it's just like it is true like any big you know events cater to me in my life it always gets really nerve-wracking that's what i'm looking forward to is the party i know and i know it's gonna be fun like i am looking forward to it you yeah. know but it's just like the th- i don't know the thought of planning it and like being so particular than not going it the way as planned is like scary to me but it's like i'm not scared to 
get married to you. Like it's usually the opposite, you know, people yeah. want the party, but they don't want the marriage. <laughs> like, you know, but, but it's also like, I don't want to just elope because I do want, the, I do want the party. I do want that celebration, you know? So we'll figure out when we get there. We're not even there yet. Well, speaking of, uh, I feel like that's a perfect segue. It is Wednesday and is married at first sight night. Oh, so should we end this now? I think we should. I think we should go watch the married at first sight. Okay. Well, any last words to the no. fans, y'all, um, to listeners? No last words, man. Appreciate y'all. Come out. Uh, what day is it? Live show again? April 7th. April 7th, San Francisco, California. Make sure you get your tickets. BrokeGirlTherapy.com. Yes. Um, pull up. It's going to be a good time. It's going to be good vibes in there. Good music. You know what I mean? Double team podcast, broke girl therapy is about to go down. Where we are going to talk about some revealing things, like we have we have some conversations in mind that's going to be real, real juicy. Uh oh, you should be worried. <laughs> no, you should. <laughs> no, it's, you have nothing to worry about. I've, I've lived it, so I already know yeah. what it is. So you know what I mean? I'm not worried about it. Yeah, and there'll be games and prizes and. Like we're giving out vibrators to those winners, so Millions. if you do come, vibrators everywhere. Literally, I thought it, was, it was funny because I just before I know we're wrapping up, but I thought it was hilarious. Earlier, I was going in in the room to grab a hoodie during work, and I thought it was hilarious <laughs> that I looked on the nightstand. There were three different chargers or three different vibrators charging on the nightstand. Yeah, and I was just kind of like, life. yeah, that's. I just thought it was hilarious. I have so many it was, vibrators. Yeah, I said it was just funny that like the three three different ones, the three main ones that you mostly use were all up there vibrating. <laughs> like we're all up there charging. Because so they like, haven't if you noticed, like they haven't really been fully charged. I know. It would be like having so. sex, you'll go to use it, you'd be like, oh, it's not working. <sighs> I love dick and vibrator combination. <laughs> I think it's always been my favorite thing. I remember like that was ironically, that was like the first episode you listened to was when I was talking to Yeah six about how i you got an orgasm yep. but it's because this guy like used the vibrator like while he was eating me out and it was like the most magical thing and like comes full circle it's like now we be fucking with vibrators and shit yep i love a vibrator and a dick combo anyways plug yourself <laughs> y'all can follow me at bgrace222 on uh instagram and twitter yes i like your boy I don't know what that was. Yeah, that was fucking weird. That was weird. <laughs> I'll at you, boy. <laughs> oh, no. I'm also kind of tired. What the fuck was that? I'm hungry and tired. That's I'm all. hungry, too. Okay. Um, follow me, Stephanie Megan, or go to brokotherapy.com. All that shit is there. And subscribe on Patreon, guys, because literally it's a completely different show. It's more things brand new content and brand it's new be content a bunch of dope shit on the way too yeah a bunch of dope shit on the way go support your unemployed self-employed girl and, and it's five, get bu- you it's a five bucks you got five bucks for that five or ten bucks ten bucks you get it all but if you can't budget it, i totally understand five of bucks course. and i'll still try to make y'all happy with this shit that yeah. i put there too we'll just call y'all broke just joking. You can cut no, that I'm, shit. We in an inflation. Yeah, it's rough. <laughs> Life is it's expensive out here. It's just. I literally budgeted. Gas every, is expensive. I literally budgeted every expense like bill that I have, and it's like kind of ridiculous <sighs> to to like see it all on paper. I just like. Yeah, I was gonna go into politics and be like, 
<laughs> does Trump need to come back into office? I'm just kidding. No, 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 They made that same joke, and I was just kind of like, nah. <laughs> Who said that? Uh, I think Rory and Maul. I think that. I was like, uh, damn, does Trump need to come back? Because Biden can't make this shit real expensive. <laughs> but I don't want Trump. Maybe nah. someone who's like better. Yeah, maybe. (laughs) Please, not him. Okay, bye. Oh, later. (laughs) Broke girl therapy. Broke broke girl girl therapy. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk turned traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available.